0: Hello and welcome back to the Youthop podcast be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or SoundCloud whatever you're listening to us on I am your host Wyatt doing this all by myself it has been a while since I've done a solo show but today I have a couple of fantasy do's and don'ts for your upcoming draft we're very close to the start of the NFL season so it is drafting time As of recording this, today is Sunday, and it's actually the day of my very own fantasy draft. I am the commissioner, proud commissioner of a 10-team PPR league, and we have a $20 buy-in. So this is a very serious thing that we do. This is, in fact, the real deal. Uh, If you happen to also be a fellow commissioner, welcome. It's a very exclusive group of us. But I encourage you to make some changes this year to your league rules. For starters... I added two extra bench spots in case a player gets COVID fingers crossed. We don't lose a guy like Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes to COVID. But if it does so happen, it gives a team a chance to add a backup quarterback or maybe like another wide receiver, whoever just whoever goes down just in case. And, um, it kind of helps them not have to sacrifice a really good bench player just to add RG three onto their team. Um, also, I removed the kicker position this year from fantasy. This is actually the first time that I've done it, but I removed it and replaced it with a flex player instead. As um, really has nothing to do with the whole COVID stuff. Uh, a lot of kickers have come out and said that it might, the lack of fans might affect the wind that comes to the stadium, which could, at the end of the day, mess up some kicks, I guess, or make them better, but I don't really care about any of that because I don't think adding kickers onto a fantasy lineup is exciting anyway. Um, so we just kind of removed kickers added another guy in for the flex and the way our our, uh, PPR league is set up right now is we have one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers a tight end, two flex players and one of the defense and special teams on there I guess I could remove that too and add another flex player but I still kind of want to keep fantasy somewhat true we just don't really care about kickers here at least not my league but let's get into some of like the real meat and potatoes. The reason why you're actually listening to me in the first place of some of my main do's and my main don'ts of this year's fantasy football season. My first do is do draft plenty of running backs. I'm a huge running back guy when it comes to fantasy football. It actually took me a couple years of fantasy football for me to realize it. I was kind of just taking players that I liked really early on. I would draft like Odell Beckham jr. With my number one overall pick. And then I would pick up like, Tom Brady with my second pick and I really screw myself over. This is when I was a baby in fantasy, but uh, running backs win you championships and this year I have the number two overall pick in my draft. So I'm either going to draft Saquon Barkley or I'm going to pick up Christian McCaffrey, whichever one the number one overall guy doesn't take. And then my plan going forward from there is to take two more running backs or to have two running backs on my roster, excuse me, within my first three picks. So Saquon would be my first one. And then either my second pick or my third pick, I'll add another running back on there. And the reason why I do that is because running backs, it's a steep drop-off after that first like elite eight, I would say. I put together a fantasy big board. And I would probably say that after we get past Dalvin Cook and probably Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb, once we get past that area, we drop off a lot on the talent that we have available at running back. So I mean, let's say that there's a huge run run on running backs in my first round. I pick Saquon Barkley. Of course, I do snake draft, so I'm not going to pick again until a lot later. Probably like I think it's like the twentieth pick or something like that. It's a high number. So let's say we have we we start hitting that big drop off, and I got a number two pick, and I gotta go with like a wide receiver like D Hop or Julio if they happen to be there. Um, so it's gonna be. You kind of gotta play it by the year, but I'm gonna gonna have to take another running back with my third pick and just add another solid starter on there. You really, the way that they use running backs now in the NFL, makes them more valuable in a PPR league because they're gonna get touchdowns, they're gonna catch, they're gonna rush for a, a lot of yards. Sometimes they throw. I mean, I'm gonna bank on that, but sometimes they throw. Um, you gotta. If you're like a guy who is drafting like in my ten team, if you're drafting anywhere from six to ten, and Michael Thomas or Devontae Adams happen to be sitting there, you can take them because they're really good guys. They rank higher than everybody. Last year, Michael Thomas got scored more fantasy points than everybody but Christian McCaffrey, so it's still valuable to grab those guys. But I'm very much a firm believer that running backs win you fantasy championships. My first don't is don't draft a quarterback. And I don't mean this like don't draft a quarterback point blank period, but do not invest in one in your top quarterback. Like don't use a a top pick on a quarterback, even if it happens to be Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. I have a friend who he drafted like Patrick Mahomes with his first overall pick and he's like, dude, I finessed everybody. I got him. And, you know, you kind of sacrifice a lot of depth on your team again, there's a steep drop off when it comes to running backs after that first eight to 10 players. And when you, when you can pick a quarterback, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start looking at quarterbacks until maybe like round four or five. If Lamar Jackson or Patrick mum still happen to be there. Cause you can get good picks out there. But I mean the, the drop off for quarterbacks isn't nearly as steep last year when I was, when I was doing fantasy, I actually picked up Lamar Jackson off of waivers in week one so I, the guy I drafted Baker Mayfield didn't even really play for me. I dropped him like two weeks later, and I used Lamar Jackson for the rest of the year. So I mean, you can you can really find quarterback play anywhere? Uh, the the drop off isn't too steep. I grabbed Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, or like Drew Locke this year in this year's draft. To and you don't have to do that early. I could draft them round eight probably, a lot later in the in the draft. Third or second do is this second do is do take risks and not not in quarterbacks but take risks in a lot of high upside guys i think it'd be really easy to get caught up on high floor players but sometimes you got to pick a player you believe in even if it does cost you a high pick and by high pick i mean maybe your second pick or your third pick but it's the same thing with the real nfl draft you are drafting for upside and that one player that you take a risk on can help you make a, a a championship run like Lamar Jackson did for me last year. It wasn't really risky, but I mean that he was a breakout player right now. Clyde Edwards, helaire is a guy who is on a, like a lot of lists and he's supposed to take on a major role in the chiefs offense. Damien Williams opted out of the 2020 NFL season and he's just a really talented back in the first place. So he's going to be able to, to run around the field, catch a lot of balls. They're going to use him a lot. You kind of use him a lot like Damian Williams does, but he's probably more talented than D. Will at this point. Um, another guy, a couple of good high upside guys would probably be like Hollywood Brown, DK Metcalf, and AJ Brown, who are all young players coming into their second year, expected to make really big leaps. Hollywood Brown is supposed to be coming back healthy. Uh, DK Metcalf will probably take over as that number one role, and AJ Brown is a high possession wide receiver. He's he's probably just as talented as DK Metcalf is DK Metcalf just happens to be like six, five and runs a four, four. So I I, I would like to add those guys. If you don't have like if D hop Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Julio are all gone as your wide receiver by the time you're in your third pick or you want to add another wide receiver to your team, I wouldn't be too disappointed in you. If you took DK Metcalf, Hollywood Brown or AJ Brown with one of those higher picks. I I fortunately have two flex players in my league, so I think I can afford to experiment a little bit more. But take a flyer out on a guy. Really give it a shot. My next don't is a very specific one, but I'm not, for me, do not draft Dalvin Cook or Derrick Henry. And this might be a shocker to a lot of people because I I actually listed Dalvin Cook earlier as one of my top 10 running backs. And he is, he's a very talented player, but I'm not really going to touch these players with a 10-foot pull. Starting with Derrick Henry, he's going to be the workhorse for the Titans again, and he's going to for sure pile on a lot of yards. But because he's also taken on that workload, I expect him to miss some games at some point during next year. And I also don't really expect him to be able to replicate some of the success. I already listed A.J. Brown to kind of take a big leap. Ryan Tannehill will probably be in a full-time starter. I don't think he's the greatest quarterback since, you know, Tom Brady or whatever. But he's definitely going to add a lot more to that team than Mariota did early on. And they don't really use Derrick Henry the same way that they use other running backs. Like I mentioned, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Kamara and Zeke. They don't throw to him out of the backfield too much. They kind of just run him between the guards. He's going to get yards. He's going to score touchdowns, which is good, but I'm not going to draft him high. Uh, I wouldn't really spend a top three pick on him. If he's there at three, maybe four, depending on what I project the drop off to be, uh, I might take him, but I'm not going to invest and bank on him being like the, the running back one for my team. Dalvin Cook is another running back who I have a very personal vendetta with. Uh, he's definitely a lot more versatile than Dalvin or than Henry is, but he has yet to complete an entire season with the Vikings. Last year, for me, he was dominating. He think he was my running back one, and right when the playoffs came around for me, my fantasy playoffs. I was in the semifinals to get into the championship game and he goes down and he screwed me over. So Dalvin, if you're listening, you hurt me. But I, I want to bang on him being a guy that I would put as my, as my main workhorse in my fantasy team. I don't, again, don't expect him to finish an entire fantasy season. Really good, really talented back. If he's there with my third or fourth pick, I'm going to take him, but I'm not going to invest high. Don't invest high. You can really screw yourself over if you take a flyer on your first two picks. Uh, although you should, my other do is have a backup plan. I think one of the worst things that can happen when you're drafting is that you got a guy queued up and you're super excited. And you're like two picks away and you're like, man, I'm going to get this guy. And then boom, a team before you takes some, um, most of the time after that, you're like scrambling around. You're like, Oh, I was going to add a running back this round. I don't know what to do. I'm going to take a reach. I'm going to go. And you know, I was going to get Josh Jacobs, but now I'm going to get Ronald Jones because I, I need to add another player. And I think Ronald Jones gonna have a good year this year, but I mean, you, you're you going to reach for a guy if you don't have another plan. You're really just scrambling for backup. So, always just take like a good look at the board and take a step back and keep asking yourself, what's this board going to look like the next time I get, to, I get to pick? And if the drop-off, like if, if you're drafting running backs and the drop-off is steep, draft a running back. But if it's not too steep, go ahead and take that and grab a tight end or a wide receiver or that quarterback that um, you might have been waiting on to get. Go ahead and do that, and then come back to the running back later. Instead of taking a guy too high, and avoid and sacrificing a good running back, in, or excuse me, sacrificing a good wide receiver or a, a good tight end. You know, you never know. So I, I want to be too risky with all that. Um, have a backup plan. You really want to maximize your draft capital this year. Don't draft rookies. This year is really tough. Uh, I wouldn't, especially, wouldn't draft any rookie quarterbacks. But I don't believe in a lot of the reports that come out of NFL training camps regarding the success of their players because they will just kind of tell you how good their player looks. Everyone, no one's going to sit there and be like, wow, like we really screwed up and drafted the wrong guy. And I mean, last year they were talking about Jimmy G. Um, they were like, oh, he threw five interceptions in one practice. And then all of a sudden, boom, the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, what, what can you really buy into? Um, however, this year with the rookie players coming in and not being able to like, actually go to the facilities until recently, being able to sit down in these quarterback rooms, being able to sit down with their coaches and have that one-on-one time, having to do everything virtually does kind of stunt the growth of these players. So, I mean, I'm not going to bank on, definitely not going to bank on Tua or Herbert. Maybe Joe Burrow is a guy that I would look into really, really, really late into the draft. But most of these guys I'm going to pick up off of waivers and kind of put them on my bench and watch them. I think they're going to be some late bloomers. Justin Jefferson is a guy I really believe in, but he's been only been working out with the twos and threes. And Jerry Judy, I think, is, is kind of wrong, along that same line. And I haven't heard much about CeeDee Lamb, but I'm pretty sure CeeDee Lamb is also working around with those twos and threes. So they're going to be late bloomers. Put them on your bench. Adam so week four. Put him back in the lineup there. But don't drop the guy and be like, you're now my running back one, my wide receiver one, because – they might not play that a whole lot. They might be in limited roles until they really kind of get the offense right underneath their feet there. Only a couple guys, I already mentioned his name, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, is going to have a big role. And Henry Ruggs is supposed to have a big role. He's supposed to take over where Antonio Brown left last year. So I think that he, they're going to be good. You can kind of take a risk on them. Everybody else, I would just hold off. Put them in your back pocket. So that's kind of short and sweet for you. Um, just really think about it, everything. Just kind of some closing thoughts. Think about your board. Always think, what's it going to look like when I come back here? And if the drop-off is steep, you know, drop-off is steep. If you believe in a guy, honestly, go for him. You have to trust your gut. I, I'm not the end-all be-all of, of fantasy. I, I don't know every single thing that goes on in fantasy. I do think that I have a pretty decent eye when it comes to projecting players and you look at young talent. You can see guys who are going to succeed, and you can see guys who may not succeed. But, you know, if you believe in them, if you have something in your gut that tells you you want to get that guy, go get that guy. Don't wait. Um, uh, But it's going to wrap up the show. Uh, Hopefully, you guys find that helpful. Good luck in your fantasy drafts tonight. Good luck to future me when you listen to this later um, in your draft tonight. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube as well, and follow us on Twitter at YouThoughtSport. Thank you.